0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming up, our experiences on Podcast Cruise 6.0. Coming at you next. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 921, for the week of December 20th, 2016. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at (laughs) www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Oh yeah, I'm ready for hiatus. Hello everyone and welcome to the show, coming to you from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week. By my good friends, John Magi. Hi, everybody. Kevin Close. Merry Christmas, everyone. Kathy Worling. Hi, everybody. Corey Martin. I'm just happy to be here. And back in the production, Associate Producer, Rhino Clavin. Hello. Along with our producer, Craig Williams. Happy holidays. And oddly, we are all wearing the same clothes we were wearing last week. Scrubs. <laughs> Not that me. Is, <laughs> that's because we <laughs> are... Uh, You're
1: the only one where that's believable. i <laughs> know really... <laughs>
0: That's, uh, we are uh, pre-recording this show um, because we were not able to record it on uh, Podcast Cruise 6. And uh, that's because uh, John had pulled a coup in getting us the Aqua Theater on board the Oasis of the Seas, which is a big Aqua Theater in the back of the ship, to do our show. It was an amazing venue. would have been incredible. Unfortunately, the only day of the cruise that had bad weather. Mm-hmm. Right. And because it was a sea day, there were no other venues available for us. So um, we, weren't, you know, we weren't able to obviously do the show. We couldn't be out there with the equipment and the rain and the wind. I mean, it was nasty. It was, it nasty was kind
2: weather. of hurricane force it winds at like one it, point. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was bad.
2: I enjoyed the people who came up and asked me if we thought about moving it to another venue. I said, really? I didn't think of that.
1: <laughs> because everybody was on, there was no one off the ship because it was a sea day, but everybody was also inside because it was raining. Yeah. So there was not even anybody out by the pool. It was just too crowded.
0: So I want to talk a little bit about uh, Podcast Cruise 6. Obviously, a big departure from what we have normally done. Uh, this was done on Royal Caribbean's Oasis of the Seas in large measure because the price point uh, for these... Cruises on Disney was getting to the the point where a lot of people couldn't afford it. So, we wanted to be able to do a podcast cruise where, you know, some that may not have been able to go on previous ones could attend this. Several
1: people thanked me um, for us having something because they could afford this. They could never have afforded to join us on a Disney cruise.
0: Exactly. So, uh, in that regard, this, uh, you know, this worked out well. And the Oasis is a beautiful ship. I think everybody was pretty much on board with that um now uh, those of you who follow me on twitter know i had some challenges that i want to talk about um namely in the embarkation process i i, I have to be honest this was my i don't know i'm i'm well over 40 cruises here i don't know what the actual count is it, never in any of my experiences on any cruise line anywhere in any port have i seen and experienced what i saw and experienced on this one um, now uh, I was with my mom who's 86 she celebrated her 86th birthday on this cruise and I was with my brother Charlie and his wife cookie and uh, we were picked up at Disney World by our good friends at FL tours which if you need transportation to the airport got to give them a plug or to the port or to Disney World they're phenomenal we've been doing uh, business with them for many 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 years and uh dot com, uh, they're awesome. They're absolutely awesome. Uh, so uh, my driver Kenny, on the way out to the port, was talking about um, how he hates picking up and dropping off at Royal Caribbean because he said there's never anybody there to direct where we're supposed to go. So we go where we think we're mm-hmm. supposed to be, and then almost immediately. One of the guys working in the port area is going to start screaming obscenities at us, telling us to move. And then they start yelling at each other and cursing at each other. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, he's like, Disney, it's completely organized. They know what they're doing. They tell you where to go. Everybody's really good. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, he does this all the time, but I wasn't really thinking much about it. Sure enough, we get to the port. He parks where he thinks he's supposed to park. No sooner are we out of the car than this man, one of the porters, starts screaming obscenities at him. And I'm talking about this guy's dropping F-bombs in front of my mother. Okay? This is my welcome to this cruise. Then tells us, because Kenny was already starting to unload our bags, move your effing bags to the other side of this bus where they belong. And I'm like, okay, if I go off on this guy, my bags are never going to see the light of day again. And Kenny pulls him off to the side. I don't know what he said to him. But all of a sudden, this guy's attitude changed. And I had three porters all around me. And 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 then, as Kenny predicted, they started screaming obscenities back and forth among the porters about it. Oh, geez. It was like, I it was a, a, I, you, you couldn't have believed it unless you were there, that Kenny was just telling me this is exactly what was going to happen. And sure enough, that is what took place. <laughs> okay, so we get our bags checked, fine. Not going to get my panties. Too much in a wad over that. We wait on this very long line outside to get into the terminal just to go <laughs> through security. And, again, I'm with my mom. I was staying in a suite. My mother was not. And there was a different check-in area for suite guests. And I asked. Maybe I shouldn't have. Maybe I should have just gone. But I asked, is it okay if my mother checks in with me? Well, is she in a suite? No. Then no. She goes in that line. You go in that line. It's exactly what... Jaime was this guy's name, by the way. Hyman? Jaime. Oh. <laughs> that was his name. She goes in that line, you go in that line. And I said, well, no, I'm not leaving her alone. <laughs> the line, we...
2: <laughs> Sweet lady with a walker. I'm yeah. a walker. I'm now.
0: 86-year-old lady with a walker. Um, we ended up waiting over an hour in a line to check in. And all these people wearing Royal Caribbean name badges are staring at her, seeing this. Now, fortunately, the walker is one of those where she can sit down. And she was constantly having to sit. My mom can't be on her, on her feet uh, too, for too long. Finally, get checked in, get on the ship. From the time that we got to the port at noon, it was, it was just five minutes past two. When we stepped foot on that ship, it was two hours to get on the ship. That was bad enough. I tweeted about it. And I tweeted at Royal Caribbean, who responded with a stock answer. That we're going to communicate this to the ship. Well, if they did, no one on the ship ever contacted me. What bothers me even more is that we do business with Royal Caribbean. I'm not going to say we're their biggest producer. We certainly don't do the kind of volume with Royal that we do with Disney, but we do reasonable. We do good business with them. And my sales rep was on the ship. And I told my sales rep about this. And his answer was, oh, well, that's a third party. Yeah, it's your third party, not mine. It's your third party. You hired these people. These people are wearing your Royal Caribbean name badges, so I don't give a sh... Crap (laughs) about your third party. It's you. It's your company. And you're telling me that's what stands for good customer service. No one ever apologized. No one. I wasn't looking for anything. I was looking for a free cruise. I was looking for an apology. Never got it. I got excuses. And I'm saying to myself that if this is my experience as someone who sends business to Royal Caribbean, the average guest doesn't stand a chance. 99%
2: of the people who go on a a cruise line do not differentiate between the people who are helping them check in versus whose crew or who belongs to the company. You just assume when you get out of your car that everybody's part of that cruise. So the fact for them to say, well, you know, they're not really from the cruise line, yeah, that's true, but you're using them to represent you. That would be like us saying to our agents – you know, they're just they're they're independent contractors. We don't
0: care how they behave. Right, exactly. Now, if you
2: represent my company. You should behave a certain way. Now,
0: in the interest of fairness, in the interest of fairness, um, once we got on the ship, I must say the service was very good. Um, especially uh, you know we were eating the specialty restaurants. And I got to be honest, the food in those specialty restaurants and the service I got in those restaurants eclipsed virtually anything I've experienced on a cruise before. Now, I'm just being honest. We had uh, me, uh, Mihai was his name. Mahan. No,
3: no, he, was, no Mihai. was Mihai. He said Mihai on the last yeah. day. He said, like, yeah, me, I'm high.
0: Yeah, Mihai was his name. And he was, uh, he was our, the, the server that we had the first night in 150 Park. And he just took a shine to my mom. Now, again, this guy knows nothing about what had happened earlier in the day. He just took a shine to my mother and just took care of all of our dining for the rest of the cruise. Um, Every restaurant we were in, he stopped in. He left what he was doing and came and like checked to see if mom was okay. Is everything okay? Um, So we had great dining experiences. I will tell you the staff in the casino was superb. I mean, phenomenal, just great, great, makes it really enjoyable, makes it really, really enjoyable to be down there and in the spa as well. Um, And, you know, crew members that I interacted with were, were good. Some of them didn't know where things on the ship were, but they were very nice about it. (laughs) You know, Um, it's a big ship, (laughs) but you work here. Yeah. And you've probably
2: been on it for like 20
0: years. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you know, there were, you know, I I can't say that um, the service on the ship itself was bad. It wasn't. Uh, In fact, I I found it to be very, very good um, and had a number of experiences that were wonderful, and especially sharing it with my mom. But when you have, when that's your first experience, that embarkation, when that's your first experience, it took me a good three days to calm down took me a good three days to calm down. And the fact that an apology was never forthcoming uh, is something that's that, uh, I'm, 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 going to stay with me. It's going to stay with me, and it's something I'm going to mention. Something I'm going to mention repeatedly because it needs to be. Um, it tells me that there is a certain lack of concern about the guest experience when that can happen. And I just tried to imagine anything like it happening on Disney, and I couldn't. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I had a great time. My mom had a great time. My brother and sister-in-law were over the moon. They just walked off of that ship going, this was the best vacation. Um, so, you know, certainly not a bus by any means. And I, a lot of the guests we talked to um, had similar uh, similar praise for it. In, in fact, I think we have some uh, some clips. Why don't we show those now and then we'll talk to everybody else about their experiences. But we had some uh, the last day of the cruise, we recorded um, some one-on-ones with some of our, our guests to get their opinions about their experience and here's what they had to say. Yeah. What one memory kind of stands out for you? Uh, what, one experience so this week that stands out for you? Um, okay. no, the, I went jet skiing in and- I can't swim, so I was terrified to be out on the ocean just right off the bat. Um, But having the guides and you know they taught you
4: how to use it, and you know just being out there on the ocean with my family—it was just really fun. It was a great.
1: Dreams Unlimited, uh, they, they put together one heck of a cruise, everything was set out, it was great, it was really great, lots of fun. I think it's great,
4: I've been on the Discord since 2003 and I'm wow. happy to meet the people involved.
5: Awesome. And Dreams Unlimited, great. Yes. All right, my favorite thing so far in this cruise has been the liquid food.
0: Um, certainly one of the highlights was the chocolate and tequila tour. Um, Everybody loved that chocolate and tequila tour. It, 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 it was a great excursion. Um, you know, just the, the the whole routine, how they do it. The tour guides were great. The whole process. I mean, it's all very played played up for the Americans. Sure. But they do a great job. It's funny. You know, it's educational. You learn about how they make everything. Um, you learn how to choose a good tequila, and uh, they, they do. A because there were eighty some of us, I think. Yeah, it was a big group. we, yeah. had, to add, so we had to add a second It's like a bus right. We had two full buses of, of doozers together, so that was great.
3: My favorite thing has been hanging out with with you guys. Um, I spent a lot of late nights with uh, with uh, with Corey and Craig. It's really cool being out with people who you've been listening to for so many years, and now you have opportunity and you, to hang out with them and your friends like that. It's great. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for this. It was a great time, and I really hope to be able to do it again.
0: Favorite, favorite meal?
3: <laughs> that's
6: easy. It's
0: that's uh, a loaded question. <laughs>
6: Uh, chef's table uh, on the 17th floor, it was
0: phenomenal. I never knew that sweet pea soup could ever be that good. It, that was probably one of the best meals Life-changing. of my life. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely one of the best meals of my life.
4: We had a wonderful time and hope to see them again. Well, so tell us, what you
0: have. do you like
1: Practice Six? Do you have a good time? So it's worth saying, this is
0: our first time doing any events with the Diz Unplugged. And I have spent years being a fan. And one of the first things I realized was as much as i exalt all of the crew and cast as being
3: heroes and celebrities they're also down to earth and fun to drink with the, and I've had an amazing time meeting and getting to
0: know all of you and making friends with so many dissers, which I guess it
5: was really the point, really. It's to, to meet everyone and, and to feel like I don't have to be embarrassed that I've, I've marked myself. <laughs> with all the parks. With all of the Disney parks.
0: My favorite part of the podcast 6.0 was I'm calling this the Friendship Cruise. Um, so we met lots of fun people. We,
1: uh, we had a great time having old friends and then meeting a lot of new friends
4: so it was a lot a lot of fun so welcome to the friendship cruise it was like a visit to my childhood <laughs> okay. know, i'm a little bit older than you are and so it just, much. a little bit but anyway it was like so i told my husband i said it's like i'm young again for a week Aww. i get to play with them and it's just we, you know getting to know all the people and laughing and learning their stories it is one of the
0: best parts of these is that you know I, and I know for me I, I see a lot of old friends and I make new ones and Right and, and
4: you have some that, that cabon, the Disney Bond, and everybody's relaxed and you there's no discomfort or maybe I don't want
6: more here. Uh yeah, the whole Diz team put on a great cruise for us, little
2: surprises in the room throughout the week and uh just the greatest bunch of people to go on a cruise with. It was great. Really it was a Just a time. wonderful, wonderful time. It awesome. It was so nice seeing everybody and enjoying the ship. Don't have to we had well <laughs> I want I want to be sure they really know that I'm excited. It was great. We booked again for next year. Awesome. Yes, we do. And
4: we can't wait for the next podcast. Is
2: that going to be, John? I'll tell you right away. That's <laughs> podcast you would be the first to know.
0: Okay, so let's hear from you guys. What was your experience?
2: I think in general, we had a really good time. I really, really enjoyed this cruise. We had a couple of issues. I think I'll let Kevin tell those stories because I think they're his stories to tell. But other than that, we had an awesome time. The, um, you mean
0: the scam artist, Kevin? Yes, the
2: scam artist, Kevin. Um... Again, we were lucky enough to have a suite, so our food experiences were very good for the entire cruise, except for Kevin will explain our problems. But one of the things I did here uh, was most people said the food in the dining room was not good.
0: Oh, well, we've said this before. And I've, that
2: yeah, I've said it over and over again. I've never liked the food in the dining
0: room. The main dining room food, yeah. and, and Royal Caribbean admits this openly, that, yeah, they, they intentionally keep, the food in the main dining room down because they're trying to encourage uh, people specialty to go to the specialty Well, I
1: heard that. Well, they're nickel and diming me. I have to pay for soda. I don't have to pay for soda on the Disney ship. And I said, well, have you been to one of the specialty restaurants? No, I don't want to pay for that. I said, yes, but your cruise was drastically lower priced than that. That's their model. You pay less for the cruise and then you pay for those upgrades. And I think the food... On this ship was great. I except for one thing, and it was not restaurant related, it was server related. I'll tell the story. And then afterwards everybody who told me how great the restaurant was said, Oh, you didn't have CJ, did you?
2: Right. You didn't, I like, you didn't tell me that beforehand. <laughs> there right. should um, be a way to notify me Don't right. ask for this. Server. So
1: I, I thought it was great. The complaints I heard were people who told me, Well, this isn't Disney. Well, it's not. It's not Disney. Um, and I heard, you know, I like the food better on Disney. Well, I, I mean, that could be true in restaurants outside of just regular restaurants. I like the food better in this rent than I do that one. There's a difference. It's not the same company. It's not the same ship. It's not the same
0: business culture.
1: Model. It's just not. However, it's a lot less money. So I think you should still get a good uh, uh, experience out of it. I heard that the ship was too big. You
2: know, I can solve certain problems. That's one I can't solve. I like the the size of the ship. It gives you a lot to do. One of the things I really liked about this, I think we did, not to pat ourselves on the back, I think we did a really good job of spacing out our activities. Mm -hmm. So that, thank you for patting me on the back. So that people didn't feel like they were rushing from place to place to place. And we each, I think we did, had a chance to also enjoy our cruises. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, we had to be somewhere every single day. We've done podcast
1: cruises where you get up at 6 o'clock right. in the morning and at 3 o'clock, and you're thinking, if I well, just I had 10. Well, I threatened John.
0: I threatened him. I, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: If I had 10 minutes, I could go grab, grab a hot dog. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it seemed like a much more enjoyable cruise for us. Yeah. I felt like Adderley. No, it gave me it's... more time to spend with other people. Right, yeah. with other people. So, God, Tell your scam story.
1: I, I didn't. My problem wasn't with Royal Caribbean. It was with individual...
2: Salesperson.
1: People. Um, We went on a 12-night cruise to Greece in August, and I bought a bottle of cologne. And the pump didn't work. The little spray thing didn't work. So I thought, well, there's no... I can't, you know, I'm back in Florida. I can't do anything about a ship in Greece. So I thought, well, I'm going on a cruise, a Royal Caribbean cruise in December. I'll bring the cologne with me. So... We got on the ship and the first night the shops were open I took it back And I said to the lady, listen, I bought this on the Rhapsody of the Seas And it doesn't work So I'm hoping that I can exchange it here Now this is cologne they sell The bottle was a quarter empty Mostly because I had spilled some of it Trying to make the pump work She says to me Well, sir, half of it's gone. I said, well, let's do fractions. It's not half. (laughs) And the bottle is triangular shaped, so just the little top part is missing. And I said, why are we discussing this? I said, all I'm asking for is that you just replace the product. She says to me, if they had just said to me, sir, this is four months old. We can't do it. I would have been annoyed, but you know what I would have done? I would have walked away and forgot about it. They didn't. They questioned my character. Mm Mm-hmm. They, she asked me if I was trying to scam the system wow. And I said yes I am trying to scam the system I booked a suite in August I've got a suite now And I'm trying to get $15 worth of free cologne um, This is what I do This is how I make a living I spoke to the manager of the store Who then told me They had to call the Rhapsody of the Seas To get my folio from that chip If they still had it To see if I was telling the truth Oh jeez So now I went to guest services and I said, listen, I'm not even mad about the cologne anymore. (laughs) Now I'm mad that you've called my character into question, that I would spend my time bringing you back a three-quarter full bottle of cologne in an effort to get a quarter of a bottle of cologne out of you. I said, this is going to cost you nothing. I'm sure you're buying this from someone. You can return it as a damaged product. Instead, what you've done is... Sean and I have a lot of nights on a Royal Caribbean ship. They have a loyalty program and we've achieved a pretty high status. I said what you've done is you've now made me question what I'm doing. So they the the woman that I talked to kind of got rude. So I said to her, "I'd like your name." So I wrote her name down and I handed her the bottle of cologne and I said, "I think you should keep this." And she said, "Why?" I said, "Because I'm going to show you what $50 or $60 worth of grief looks like." I'm going live on Twitter. And I said, and I am going to say your name. You've been extraordinarily rude to me. And there's no reason for it. So I went live on Twitter. And Royal Caribbean tweeted me at 12 o'clock at night. And they basically said to me, let us help you with this. Like, please stop. I said, okay. So help me. The next morning, there was a bottle of cologne delivered to my stateroom. And I thought to myself, you know what? This woman, this woman chose to make this so much bigger. If she had said, let's do some research, let us do this, let me just look into it, I'll bring you the next bottle of cologne, I'll call your stateroom, you can come pick it up. But there was none of that. Mm. It was kind of, I was made to feel like I was a thief or a scam artist. And I said to her, ma'am, if I was going to try and scam you, it would be for a whole lot more than this much cologne. The only other incident we had was in Chop's restaurant, which is their high-end steakhouse. And it was a waiter issue, not a restaurant issue. The waiter told us not to order any of the side items. Let's boil it down. The food didn't come out when the food was supposed to come out. By the time some of the food came out, the first part of the food was cold. And eventually I just said, I need to speak to someone in charge because this is just a fiasco. However, you had told us how good it was. I had a guest come up to us that was with us and tell us it was the best meal they've ever had in their mm. lives. Mm. Um, we had people at tables around us. Tracy Heinrichs was at a table across from us and was raving about how good it was. This was a waiter issue. They took care of it. They apologized. But
2: this waiter screwed things up pretty badly. So. However, it's, what's interesting is those are the things that you remember, right? You remember the failure. You remember the fact that you had a bad meal, a bad experience through the whole cruise. So that's where they should really take notice and say, these are the things that people are going to remember off that cruise. And this is the people that are your... They- well, it, it,
0: with, with, we, we say it all the time. It's not the problem. It's the guest recovery. Right. And that is where they seem to fall mm-hmm. down on the job is the guest recovery part of it.
1: Now, I had I didn't have the same experience as you. I got resolution to both of the things. Now, I mean, there's no way to salvage a meal. I mean, some people had eaten, some people hadn't eaten, and we just went out and got cheeseburgers from room service. But the whole cologne thing was recovered, so I got the resolution I was looking for. I'm sorry you didn't.
0: Well, it just, like I said, you know, not to sound arrogant, but if I can't get an apology, I... I, for the average guest who doesn't send them business. I don't think you stand a a snowball's chance in hell. I think Um, I don't want to focus on the negative because I think the rest of everything else was a lot of positive
1: was exceptionally good. We in, um, if you're a sweet guest or, you know, a sweet guest, you can go to, they have a special restaurant now for,
0: yeah, that was outstanding.
1: they, They used to call it the first class lounge or the, um,
0: the pinnacle lounge.
1: Concierge. Concierge club, whatever it is. It's now called Coastal Kitchen. And I have to say, I think that restaurant, the meals I had there are were good enough to stand alone outside. Correct. I think that's a restaurant that could survive in the real world, not just with people trapped on a cruise ship. And there was a service staff there that I thought was spectacular. I mean, in the morning... We would go if we had been there the morning before, and they knew what we wanted when we wanted it they, they had everything out for us. I thought that was really good I thought I thought the rest of the food that we had was really good so I think and our you know
0: well I think what I walked away with because we had an experience on uh, the Disney Dream with our agents back in uh, September and I used to say there wasn't an awful lot of daylight between the service on Royal Caribbean and and Disney, and now after a few experiences—experience in Alaska last year, uh, experience in um, uh, on the Universal Land Sea last year—and this, uh, I can't say that anymore. There is daylight between the service, a lot of daylight in some cases, on Royal Caribbean and Disney. It's one of the things you're paying extra for on Disney.
1: Now, I would tell um, you that I had a very different experience on that four-day cruise than you did. My service—the service at our table—was horrendous.
2: You remember
1: the issues we had absolutely with, you know, horrendous on the- <laughs> you guys were you guys right. most nights were eating your dessert and we hadn't gotten an appetizer yet so my, the service on I didn't see that I right. don't have that same experience
0: right I'll, I'm, I'm saying I, I can only go by my own right um, and I just have to share that I you know, had a different so experience I you know for me what this what was driven home is yeah you know royal is a great product if you go in understanding what it is, Um, And I think for a lot of Disney fans, you know, the vast majority or the entirety of our cruise experience is on Disney. So when we go to something else, we're kind of expecting that standard, and Royal is a different product. it's the same thing, Disney and Universal. Theme parks, I was just going to bring that up. It's the same thing. Um, And if you understand what you're getting, yes, Royal Caribbean has a lot of upcharges. As a matter of fact, there are points walking through the main promenade that you're not sure if you're on a cruise ship or in Cozumel, with "Hey, Mister, come over here." "Hey, Mister, come over here." Yeah, it's like, "Oh my God, crazy. chill out, yeah. chill out." But that being said, if you understand and go in with your expectations managed, you can have you can have a great a great a great time um, for a lot less money. For a lot less money. I mean, we're talking about the price of a balcony <laughs> stateroom on this ship. Uh, at the the same sailing, same itinerary on Disney, was half.
1: I have a story to tell you, and I'm not going to mention any names, but she's going to know who I'm talking about. We have a friend who books a balcony stateroom on Disney. So instead of picking a stateroom for herself, she said to Tracy, who was booking all of the reservations for this cruise, I want to spend about the same that I spend at Disney, and she got a, a grand suite. She got a grand suite for less than she spends for a balcony stateroom mm-hmm. on a Disney and ship.
2: Sh- they were over the moon. They couldn't believe what they got. They couldn't believe the size of the room, the the amenities in the amenities.
0: room. So yeah, it's so th- there is these these are the things that people need to keep in mind. But we've kind of hogged this up. I want to talk to these guys yeah. a little. I'll
5: bit. go. Um, I want to bring up some points that John made that. Um, this is only my third Royal Caribbean cruise, and it's, it's, only, it's actually my first true. Like yeah, the, the first one was the Anthem of the Seas. It was only a two-night media cruise, and then the, the second was on the Harmony. Um, again, a two-night media cruise. So this is the first true cruise. And you don't really get any kind of experience. No, you that. don't. You, just, you kind of just go uh, you come back, and you're kind of running around and getting the whole ship. Um, I actually like the size of the ship. I I get antsy easy. I I just want to, I just want to keep on moving and keep exploring. I kind of enjoy that. There's so much to do and you're still exploring on day seven. Um, there's actually so much to do. I didn't even see a single show. You just, you're, you're doing so much. And then, um, you know, Craig and I, our stateroom was smaller than what, smaller than it was on the harmony, but you know, we're used to cuddling. So that's (laughs) good. Um, the, uh, the big spoon. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) With the food, I, I didn't experience any dining rooms, but I did enjoy the sushi when I went. I went by myself one day and just – sometimes I just eat sushi by myself. Uh, it, it was I'm good. It, it, I, it, it know, I know, eats, I know. <laughs> it eats chicken
1: fingers in a parking lot. <laughs> I cry in
5: parking lots and eat With, chicken fingers. But you're right. It, it does feel like a mall. I mean, there's always a lot going on. I think I lost weight on this cruise mainly for the fact uh, you, the length of the ship and you realize it how big it is when you're on the ship but when you when you're off the ship and you're at port and they say you have to go to the other end like this thing is massive just being so used to disney like this is a massive massive ship now um like i don't have anything in particular that um that stood out as as negative or negative experience and I, and I know that it feels like i should say this but i think a highlight was actually having You know the group of people that kind of emerged as the cruise went on was started on day one, and then it just kind of kept on going. Um, I'm a night owl, Craig. Craig is too, and so we actually had this sort of. It just kind of came about. You know, every night at ten o'clock we meet here and we go until we can't go anymore. But just that sort of meet. You know, I'm not a casino person. You guys are. I think for this cruise, this ship in particular, there's something for everybody. I'm not sure about the kids. I don't know. I didn't. I, I wouldn't bring my kids just yet on this cruise. Um, they, they don't follow Madagascar. They might think it's neat, but I don't think they they would know. Shrek um, is popular. Yeah, I, I'm not. But they don't. They don't watch Shrek, so I would wait till later. But I would love to bring Julie on this ship. I think. I think we would have A great time together As a couple
2: One of the nice things About the current Makeup of the podcast team Is we do have A variety of people With different Mm -hmm. interests So like Kevin and I would never Go drinking with you guys But people love that that
1: Not that I don't want To go with you
2: Right it's just not our thing But the fact that You were doing it And you were staying up late Was great And we didn't We hung out with people In the casino And you know, and, I, and Kathy did. She
5: and these are and these are things you can't really do on a Disney ship. I did, most Disney ships shut down at 12, 12 a.m. And it's like, okay, I that's it. What, what's Caribbean everybody else doing?
4: Has more options for adults. I agree. I agree. Teresa and I had to take a nap to go hang out with Corey and Greg, the one I, We set the alarm so that we could wake up to go out and enjoy their company. So
1: I like the fact that there's a jazz club on
0: this ship.
2: And a comedy club and all the different things. The you club, do. Yeah. It's, it's a,
0: cool. lot, a lot of entertainment. A lot to sure. do. A lot of sure. entertainment. Kathy, what was your experience like?
4: Um, I guess my only negative was when we were getting off the ship and, you know, they send everybody to the different dining rooms and give you your numbers. Well, they were running behind. Well, when they finally started to let people off the ship, um, the crew member at that point, I guess he'd had it for the day. This was like at 8 o'clock and he's there. Like, now, everybody, line up like normal people. And he just screamed this like through the line. And I'm like, you know, I had a really nice cruise up You're talking about the
2: disembarkation at the last morning of the cruise.
4: Yes, on the last morning. And it's like, you know.
0: Well, you know, it's funny. It's funny because I had that experience on our mustard drills on the Jewel in Alaska where they were shouting and yelling at guests. Um, They were also shouting at my mother and Carol Bowling getting off the ship to hurry up. Which ice just like melted down on them, and then we had that on the enchantment too. Remember mm-hmm. uh, that the, was yeah it was the enchantment. Yeah, it was enchantment. Where the crew members are like degrading guests for not <laughs> listening to them, and this guy's you're making me scream, and I have to sing on stage to oh shut up. Oh jeez. <laughs> yeah, but, so
4: but things that I liked, I loved the internet on the ship.
0: Yeah, internet was uh, awesome. A yeah.
4: hundred times better. Than Disney, yep. and and if they could take the Solarium area with the pools and stuff and put that on a Disney ship,
2: the adult area yeah. on this ship is amazing. amazing. Yeah. That
4: that was perfect.
2: Even I, the kids splash area, the whole uh, water park area for kids, I think is incredible. Yeah, and they have it. It's all Brito, the artist Brito based.
4: And Teresa and I did the Solarium Bistro. I think four nights.
2: You guys raved about it.
4: Yeah, mm. it was it was really good. The first night we did the dining room, um, Teresa ended up having to send her meal back because it wasn't any good. So the next night, it was a $25 upcharge at the bistro. And I think the second night, we all got 30% off. The third night, we got 50% off. And I think the fourth night, it was free, except for the upcharge lobster was $5. So of course, I had to get lobster. So I had lobster four nights in a row. And it was interesting to see the night that they gave free lobster to like everybody. The lobster changed.
2: Yes, it was terrible.
4: Yes, (laughs) it was terrible. Those lobster tails
2: were
1: awful.
4: It was. It was not
1: a high quality
4: product. No, it wasn't. But the food, I thought the food there was good. But it was nice that they you know recognized us. Hey, you're back again. It was very nice, very quiet, very restful. Where the main dining room to me seemed very frenzied and. I made the mistake of going down at whatever time, was it 5.15 or 5.45, and watching, it was like they let the bulls out and mm. wherever, and watching these people with their walkers and their scooters trying to get into the dining room, I'm like...
1: I, I'm going to say something. There, a lot of times, I watch that also. And I can't blame Royal Caribbean for all of that. Oh,
4: no, 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 This was bad behavior. Right. Oh, most definitely, yes. This was, I'm first,
1: get out of my way. Yes. I am more important than you, and I'm in a hurry. Yes. Adults Um, behaving badly, yes. I I have decided that my next side business is going to give people elevator lessons.
4: Yes. Oh, I agree, yes. That if you stand in front of the door,
1: waiting to get on the elevator, and there's six people trying to get out of the elevator... (laughs) We're at a standstill, and I'm going to let the door close on you. Right. It was just, I think, it becomes that, what I saw at the dining room was not, it was bad behavior.
4: Right, right. It was just bad behavior. It was. And I guess my favorite part of it was is when we did the photo tour, and I think I had 40-some people, and we just sort of- had a big group. um, Walked around, and I'm sure we've pretty much documented the entire ship Mm -hmm. on many floors. And so I'm- Trying to come up with something that we can all share our pictures and stay in touch afterwards because we even had people come on that that didn't even have cameras, but you know I told them to think of different ways to take their vacation like pictures. This, they were just doing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I said we had fun. We were out on the walking path. Yeah, it was it was great. I enjoyed seeing everybody. We
1: had a really great event with Oliver and Rhino and the ziplining. Zip ziplining was, was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. We had people. Yeah. For we you guys. had more uh, spectators. Then I think we had zipliners because some people went four and five times. Yeah. However, we had a nice crowd there cheering everybody on.
4: And I have pictures from that, too. So whenever I decide where I'm going to share the pictures, I'll put the zipline pictures up. So in case you didn't get a picture of yourself doing it. Awesome. awesome. How about you guys?
3: Uh my negative thing was there was blood on my sheets when I checked in. Um, you don't have
2: to start with a negative thing,
3: just so you know. Well, there was no resolution to that, so I feel like I should address it because it was, you know, when you get in your stateroom, it's full size sheets, and it wasn't like it was a dirty stateroom. It's whatever. Blood is a different story, you know, and it, it was tucked under the sheet too. So like Oliver pulled the sheet back, and he was the one who pointed it out, and I took a photo, and then the dressing, the the attendant came in to introduce himself, and we were like, can you split the beds? And also, there's there's blood here on the sheets, and he's like, okay. So um, – and then I tweeted that photo out. Royal Caribbean asked me to d- DM them, and they said um, they would s- – whatever, that they would send somebody. The the manager came and then accused me uh, if, if it was one of us because I showed her the ph- – because she couldn't see it in the room. And I said, well, your attendant already changed the sheets. And um, I said, here's a photo of it. And she said, it looks too fresh to be one of them. Are you sure one of you isn't – and I'm like, I don't have a – Injury. It, it seems it to be the their sheet. default
0: is to blame the guest.
3: Right. And and so I sent a message. I waited, whatever, because she said, I'll get back with you and let you know. <coughs> let me go look into this and I'll see what's going on or whatever. And then nothing. And so I sent Royal Caribbean another message, nothing. And I saw that they saw it because you can see it says scene when you send somebody a message. And so. Uh, it's like what you said, the, the guest recovery. There's no guest recovery. In here. I, think, oh,
5: yeah, I think it's because they're not empowered like Disney cast members are to to fix things on the spot. When you're a cast member at Disney, they say, look, if there's a kid crying, you can just go grab an ice cream and give it to him." And, and that's it. It's, the, like, it's like, stop it in its tracks right there, and that's it. I don't think they're empowered to do that, which is sad. But
3: Well, especially since that's the manager of all the staterooms, especially when you had dirty clothes in your stateroom. So clearly we yeah. were sharing the same person. Kathy but.
0: and Teresa get into their stateroom, and somebody else's dirty clothes are in the closet.
3: Yeah. So I wouldn't have, all you had to do was call me back and apologize. Sure. Right. Oh, so yeah. Here, oh, yeah.
2: Here's oh, the okay. thing that Royal Creaming doesn't seem to understand a simple, oh, my God, that is so horrible. I'm so sorry that's you it. found blood in your bed. Yeah. Let us fix it for you. I didn't right. want anything. Right, you weren't looking for free ice cream. <laughs> no, you know you. Well, just, he's always I looking found, for free ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I found <laughs> it myself. Yeah, <laughs> chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's always it's this sort of and with Kevin and the thing and with your problem getting on. If someone just says, "I'm sorry," let me fix this for you. I think that's what most people want. Yeah, and the fact that they didn't do it, it just makes it so much. Worse. You want to feel acknowledged, exactly. Right. But also,
1: I think there are layers in Royal Caribbean, like what Corey was saying. When we had the problem in the restaurant. All I wanted was half of us didn't eat. Half of us didn't get our food. I said to the waiter, I am, and we were taking people out to dinner. I said, I'm not paying for any of this. Yeah. I'm just not. This was a fiasco. Well, let me bring my manager over. Well, the manager came over. Well, she had to get her manager. Yeah. To just take care of this. And then a a a third person got involved. So you had to tell the story over again. I think... There's enough layers of management. I think if they went with that thing of guest recovery and fix it at the time, yeah. and we'll talk about it's it later. So much more. It it, the, it seemed the first line of defense was to be defensive.
5: Yeah. Right.
3: But that was that was the beginning, and the rest of the cruise, I actually, I did, I did really enjoy the Haiti. It is what it is. Uh, Jamaica didn't really do much there. I felt weird getting off the boat because I was getting the motion. I couldn't get my sea legs right, and then. Um, I loved Cozumel. I got off the boat at like seven fifteen in the morning, and I did not get back on that boat till it was five thirty. And um, excuse me, ship. And uh, and we went out. We went exploring. Like that was a place that I actually enjoyed so much. I could see myself going back with. I enjoyed the excursion we did to chocolate and Tequila. I know Craig feels differently. It was but, interesting. But I haven't had as many experiences, you know, in in terms of like traveling with all of you guys. I've got to tell like you, that,
2: people so. came back from that excursion and loved it.
0: They
3: did, so, yeah. I yeah, was shocked. got a lot of good things yeah, about yeah, that I got a lot
2: of compliments about
1: like, I was shocked at how much people loved Labity. Yeah,
0: yeah, so was I.
1: I, I. One of the people on our cruise who works very closely with us likes it better than Castaway
0: Cay. No, I was not, shocked. No, I that was my it.
5: first time being at a, at an island. I know it's, it wasn't a private island, but sections of it were. It, I, I compared the food to, like, um, was it cookies at uh, yeah. Castaway Key. <laughs> It, there's no comparison. Cookies like blows it away. I'm like I should, probably shouldn't be comparing this to Castaway, cookie, but I'm a hungry, um, so I
0: ate anyway. Greg, what about you? What was your uh, what was your experience like? I
6: actually can't complain about anything. Okay, thank um, you so much. Ben. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's uh, the only thing I can complain about is that it was just such a jam-packed week that I didn't have time to do everything that I wanted to. Um, yeah. Like everyone seemed to just hate the uh, musical cats that they were showing on board and i only got to walk, i only got to walk in for like the last 30 seconds i guess of the show i had no idea what was going on my brother and sister-in-law walked out oh, come on <laughs> it's cats and, and i was just out. i just wanted to see that train wreck because on the harmony uh tracy Corey, and i got to go see greece and that was the, i i, I want to know which one was worse um. which is
0: unfortunate because i saw hairspray on the ship a few years ago People and loved it was it. out yeah. of this yeah. world
1: and i saw uh-huh. chicago and it was amazing it was wonderful I- i'm sorry if you don't know cats is a disaster walking in <laughs> exactly. it's about singing cats <laughs>
6: Which is right up my alley, um, boom uh, yeah no there's there's lots of places to explore on the ship um i everyone I ran into was was pretty nice for the most part. There was a couple bartenders that weren't very warm uh but you know. Leave them a dollar that changes their attitude right away. Uh, they hate you even more. Um, <laughs> I mean, like and screwed up just... the economy
2: of their, co- of their country,
6: yeah. In terms I of the islands, I, I really enjoyed it. Haiti, I did some good bartering. I walked away with oh. eight pairs of maracas and one flute and a license plate. Um, <laughs> what's the uh, license wow. plate say?
5: Like Nobu or something?
6: I, I can't, like Nord. I don't know. It, Nord. I just threw it in the
0: closet. It's, it's like not you went,
1: Craig put entirely different souvenirs. <laughs> <right across. laughs>
0: Craig. Craig was, Craig was uh, <laughs> you, uh, embarrassing to walk with in some of these places because you just, he starts haggling in a way that redefines the term ugly American and you just want to get as far away from him as possible.
2: I just find it interesting that you bought all the things that they found inside the shark in Jaws
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what did
1: you buy a license
2: plate well, bought. I was- bought a musical
1: instrument at the beginning of the trip and at the end of the trip had hand bruises and band-aids where he had cut his fingers oh, yeah. and got calluses playing with the musical instrument that no one could figure we out we ended about. up that bringing was- the
5: maracas to the nightclub yeah. one night yeah. Yeah, that, that, that was, was my
6: 3-in-1 uh, that I purchased <laughs> on Jamaica for $10 um, there was a guitar, a violin, and a drum all in one,
5: and a little uh, disappointment. Yeah, No,
6: but that, that was great. Uh,
2: Top of sadness.
6: Cozumel, if you haven't heard the the uh, great taco truck story, I'm not I'm not going to tell it on air. Um, but if you uh, really want some excitement, natural selection. If you stop <laughs> at that, called,
1: that's called thin in the herd.
6: Well, all, all I'm saying is, if you're at that port and you want to, <laughs> here's find the moral. A great food, here's the
0: moral of the story. Don't eat food in Mexico that's being cooked in the back of a pickup truck on a grill.
5: It was good. Even the pigs were coming up. And... The wild, yes. The wild pigs give two paws
0: way up for the truck, the pickup truck with the restaurant in the back. Craig even um, threw
5: it was a lap of his pork taco to the pig, which is terrible. Oh, my God. He did. No, seriously. It's, so. it's going to be extra porky.
6: Oh, oh God. So.
5: Hey, cannibals!
1: The, bo- jump, the bottom but... line here is there was intestinal distress.
5: Yeah. Now uh, I showed some people photos just, on the cruise. I'm like, I am not posting these on Facebook. I'll Just find the blue you. truck past the
6: Hard Rock. But no, it was. And the best of all was the people. We had a really great group. On we this, did
3: have a uh, wonderful group of cruise. Cruise. I You guys made the nightlife too. I mean, I, they, we talked about there's a lot of stuff for adults to do. But if you get a good group like we had going, like mm-hmm. I only was able to come one or two of the nights, but it was you know that. For, for a lot of people, I mean, made the trip. So yeah. We
0: well, had a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. We had a lot of fun. There was a lot of great people. Um, You know, there are, you know, uh, the comparisons to Disney are important for our audience and our group. Um, you know, if, it, if someone's considering Royal Caribbean as an alternative, it's a good alternative, but you should just go in knowing what the differences are before you do it, and then this way, you're not shocked. But, uh, all right, that is going to do it for our discussion on Podcast Crew 6.0. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Have a good one.